edition of Ringside Ramblings. <laughs> um, I'm Sam Kill, your your host. And joining me and interrupting me all freaking morning as I'm as I'm trying to do this show. That's why I was laughing. I've already had to restart like four times because she keeps j- jacking me up. And uh, the future world champ is with us and uh, yeah, I just thought we'd hop on here today. It's been like a week or so, maybe longer. And, uh, you know, we did a WrestleMania review, and I've, I've never posted it because it's like six million parts. Um, so I might I might work in tidbits of that here and there. I don't, I have no idea, to be honest. I have no idea. Um, so, yeah, these are these are the ones I like. It was just a, a one big take and done. <laughs> I don't have to edit the shit out of the podcast. Um, but I thought, you know, we've got some tremendous news, in my opinion. Um, Tony Khan announces the Forbidden Door pay-per-view with New Japan. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> and um, I couldn't be more excited for it. These two companies that I really enjoy watching. So, in my opinion, Tony Khan knows his fan base. He knows his fan base. And I can say that, unlike Vince McMahon, Tony Khan knows his fan base pretty well. I won't say he knows it perfectly well. The guy's only been wrestling for three years as a promoter. And I think he does a pretty good job. (coughs) Excuse me. He's hit or miss sometimes, but I think he does a pretty good job in delivering uh, what's expected. Um, unlike WWE, which sometimes can fall flat, uh, like like the recent return, I'm sorry, not return, but the debut of, uh, Elias's brother, Ezekiel, uh, which I couldn't have found more hilarious, but I I think, no, for one, no, but, um, it's hilarious nonetheless especially because I mean obviously it's Elias um, he shaved his beard off so it's like he's a completely new character now they want us to know he's a new character but it's kind of tongue in cheek at the same time and um, I just felt like they've dropped the ball with it already you know I felt like they've dropped the ball where there could be so much more there was the thing with Kevin Owens and it just ended in a so abruptly without any sort of big tease or, or, or anything, you know? Um, and then they've, they had another, uh, thing. There's a whole program going with it now 
which is great. And hopefully they really can build upon that, um, you know, for, for Ezekiel's sake. Um, I think he's supposed to be a baby face. Who knows? You know, so I haven't got to watch a lot of it, but hopefully they, they do good with that. Um, you know, I don't, I, I can't hardly watch WWE anymore at all. And, um, it's not that I, I wish them bad. I, I, I think WWE just rather sucks. Um, I wish them good. Like, you know, Cody's there now. I haven't really caught much of it. I caught his, his first Monday night raw. I caught that. He delivered a spectacular promo. He delivered a Cody promo and WWE needs more of that. But it was really was like, it was a scripted promo, but Cody always scripted his promos. Even in AEW, Cody already had his stuff wrote out. He knew how he wanted to deliver them and everything. <clears throat> so, um, it wasn't a big change for Cody. But even with like Cody there, I just can't, I can't bear to watch, you know, it's, it's that horrible. It's, it's just, you know, so cookie cutter all the time. And, uh, I don't know. Wait, do they I, make cookies every day? Yeah. Vince McMahon is a hell of a baker. Mm, I wonder is, what flavor they are. Oh, it's the same flavor every time. It's not exciting. Um, yeah, so New Japan, AEW doing a show together. Um, so far, I don't believe anything's been announced as far as match lineups. Kenta did go on Twitter and was like, I want Punk. He's like, give me this match. you know. And I think that would be a great match if they did it, honestly. I think they'll do it. Uh, GTS versus GTS, essentially, um, or G2S. I believe Kentus was always go the number two sleep, and Punk's was go to sleep. Kenta was the originator of the move. Uh, so, I mean, that would be that would be a great match, in my opinion. Be nice, fun match. Um, what else they'll have? I don't know. I don't know if the whole pay per view will be. AEW versus New Japan. It might just be New Japan one match. It might just be, yeah, a handful of matches. Um, oh. And then continue feuds from within their own promotions. I don't know. I imagine we'll get some form of best friends chaos in a, like a six-man, eight-man tag. How do you know that? Best friends became part of chaos because uh, like Trent was already part of chaos. Uh, I'm not sure if Chuck Taylor was ever really a part of Chaos or not, but Trent was. Was Orange Cassidy? By default, best friends are part of Chaos now. Like, Ishii made it, you know, legit. Uh, And I guess by default, Ishii is a best friend, (laughs) which is kind of weird. So that that might be an interesting, (laughs) interesting matchup. I don't know how they'll go about that. Uh, or if they'll even include Dan Housen in in that, I'm not sure. Who's Dan Housen? He's the newest member of Best Friends. He was like this indie darling. Um, it's really kind of hard to explain. Like he was on Conan O'Brien, and I don't know how 
ad lib this is or or if this really is the case. But he was on Conan O'Brien. He said that he based his wrestling persona on Conan O'Brien. So, I mean, he's a a late night talk show host, a comedian. So, I mean, that's kind of hilarious if if that's true. He's a funny guy, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm not sure who would other... But let me just say this. Uh, I hope we get Samoa Joe versus Minoru Suzuki again. We had that I, I know we had it for the ROH title, but I hope we get a rematch. Or at least Wait, uh, another match. Joe won. Joe what? become champion. ROH uh, TV champion. Um... So, yeah, that would be an, <clears throat> a fun match to revisit, in my opinion, uh, on this show. That's what I think, at least. But uh, I'm not sure what other matches. I don't, I don't know what other matches they'll do. Are you going to do champion versus champion? Everybody wants to compare this to WCW versus New Japan way back in the day. They did a couple of those. Um, you know, we had Flair versus Fujinami. Um, New Japan's that old? Oh, yeah, New Japan's old. Um, Flair Fujinami was for, I believe it was, uh, I believe it was title versus title. But it it was essentially WCW getting rid of the NWA title. WCW was becoming its own thing. Leaving the NWA, the NWA title went to Japan to be recognized. And, uh, you know, Flair was still champ more or less. He just wasn't NWA champion anymore. He was recognized as WCW champion. So, I mean, there was that whole thing with with uh, whatever they called that pay-per-view way back in the day. Super Show, I think. Maybe they should call this opening the Forbidden Door. And it's called Forbidden Door. The pay-per-view is the Forbidden Door. Um, okay. And I mean, you know, that's what it is. It's you know, kind of, it isn't, it isn't, but I mean, that's essentially what it's built up as talked as is the forbidden door. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Will we get Okada versus Hangman? I, I don't, I just don't think we will. I don't think we will. I think we'll get, uh, in my opinion, if we do, if we get Okada versus Hangman, um, it has to go to a draw, time limit draw. Has to, and well, I think if they did that, what it would establish is that Hangman is that good. You know, I mean, we've already had Hangman beat so many people, right? What if Hangman wins? Uh, well, you won't have Hangman win because Hangman's not going to be the IWGP Heavyweight Champion. You know what I'm saying? But it'd be a hell of a story, you know, with Hangman, you know, being from. Uh, New Japan, in a, in a certain sense, you know, with the the ROH inclusion, uh, Hangman was an up and comer at that time. That's when everybody really started to take notice of Hangman. You know, so it would be a nice little story for Hangman Page, now AEW World Champion. He gets his big shot at Okada to prove, like, hey, I'm on Okada's level now, and that could be easily done with just a. A time limit draw. Uh, so. Are you sure we shouldn't make 
You could, you know, I mean, it would totally be up to New Japan, right? But, um, I don't know. I mean, you have to consider... What does IWJP mean? International Wrestling Grand Prix. What? Yeah. Uh, so, I mean... Really? Yeah. So, yes. what would it mean if you had Hangman as champion? I mean, what what could you do with it? I don't know, to be honest. I mean, if... If you want to get the belt off of Okada without making him, you know, look weaker with everybody else, um, I guess that could be a way to do it. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. How long has Okada been champion? Not too long. I mean, he's a former champion several times over, but. Um, just since January, I think, or maybe not, maybe a little bit before January, pay per view before the uh, Tokyo Dome, maybe I'm not sure. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe you have a challenger from the other organizations. You know, maybe Heyman uh, defends against somebody. I I don't know. Maybe Okada uh, just come to AEW to get that championship back. You have Okada versus, I don't want to say MJF, but, you know, somebody. I, I really don't know. Um, that's just the first match that would comes to mind if you're going to do title versus title. Uh, that would be huge, in my opinion, if you did that. Forbidden Door, title versus title. It, it almost seems like a no-brainer to me to do that. Uh, other matches, you know, like I talk about, like, Chaos and the Eight Man. I, I think you could do it, but not with Ishii. Uh, I feel like Ishii needs to have his own match against somebody. Um, but at the same time, I'm, I'm having trouble, like, thinking of anyone in particular that I'd like to see. Uh... I would, I would, I'd love to see uh, Naito versus uh, Andrade. That sounds you know, funny. Uh, both of them, Los Nobles. You know, it, it'd be interesting to see the least. Or you could do uh, Lij versus Aho, Andrade's group. Uh, what would the Andrade home office or something like that? Uh, I mean, what would the fallout of that be? Uh, of course, then you have Tanahashi, uh, who probably will be U.S. champion by then. Um, I'm assuming, I'm not sure, uh, since Sonata relinquished the belt. Uh, or you could have, I don't think they'd have that match on the pay-per-view, but uh, it'll either be Tanahashi or Osprey as United States champion. Um I don't know. Again, there's another thing. Who would you put put there? I mean, if if they make Osprey the champ, you could always do Moxley versus Osprey for the U.S. title, since since Mox was a big time U.S. champ in New Japan. Um, yeah, I don't know. I gotta think of, like your big names and who you would want to include. You know, the big matches that that will make people want to buy the pay per view, really. Um, 
and where will AEW be storyline-wise outside of that? Or do you even care? You know, is you just going to build this pay-per-view up and it be like this extraordinary, um, just thrown-together indie feel pay-per-view? I mean, do you do you do that, or do you plan to do stuff building into this? I'm not sure. Because, I mean, like, we see all the time, like, indie shows <clears throat> with with cards that are just stacked. And there's no rhyme or reason, really, for the matches. It's just, this is the show. And this is the show we're promoting. And it's these big names versus these big names. And that's it, you know. So... I'm not sure if if you go that route or do you, you know, have some talent come over. Uh, I'm not sure. You know, do you have um, Undisputed Elite and Bullet Club teaming up to face somebody? I feel like if you do that, you have to have uh, Gorillas of Destiny on the other side. With their recent expulsion from the Bullet Club. Maybe you have the Good Brothers. I mean, if it's the Forbidden Door, I feel like it should include Impact Wrestling and whoever else, too. Yeah? Impact Wrestling has a very, very good connection with AEW. And New Japan, you know. Uh, so, so I feel like, yeah, kind of need, need them involved. Uh, especially with Bullet Club's new residents there so to speak I mean you got Jay Weiss been showing up there you got Chris Bay who's actually from Impact Wrestling is a member of Bullet Club um, you've got the Good Brothers there Dad, yeah I wanted to see Jay White Jay White is going to be there you know uh, Jay White was actually interrupted the, the promotion of the announcement of the pay-per-view Adam Cole interrupted the announcement and then uh Introduced Jay White. So essentially, you have the two leaders of of this combined, extended faction, uh, undisputed elite, and Bullet Club. Um, and yeah, I mean, you've got Kushida, who's going to be popping up at some point. Back in New Japan, who recently is uh, his contract with WWE is over, um, and apparently all signs point he's going back to New Japan, uh, hopefully as a big star. I mean, Kenta did, you know, Kenta come back. He's a heavyweight now. He's in New Japan. He's done really well. Hopefully, same treatment for uh, Kushida. So yeah, I don't. I don't know. I mean, what what do you do with all these uh, these guys? I mean, you can only really promote X amount of big matches. You know what I mean? Um, they could have one hell of a junior title defense, in my opinion. You got a lot of small guys in AEW that that could wrestle for the junior title. Yeah, yes and no. Because, I mean, 
you know, a lot of guys graduate to heavyweight title in Japan, but they're still not humongous. You know what I'm saying? How do they graduate? Uh, they they go on excursion. They come back. They know who they want to push, who they don't, who's really been doing a good job, and Does they beef Japan? up a little bit and become heavyweight. That's it. That's pretty much it. Honestly. Yeah. 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 I want to see. Wait, who's, who's in, in Japan again? Uh, there's pretty much any Japanese wrestler that you know, minus Kijimudo, is in New Japan. Mudo is in Noah now. Mudo's he's been all over the place. You know, he started in New Japan. He went to the NWA. Uh, he went back to Japan. He went to All Japan. He started Wrestle One, and then he went to Noah. Well, pretty much everybody else you know I mean I, I would think like Sonata I think will be still be out by the time this pay-per-view comes around um, do you have Tanahashi you have the whole of Bullet Club you can play around with he broke an orbital bone um, Will Osprey broke his orbital bone I don't like Will Osprey I don't like Will Osprey either not just from the Sonata match but he can't. He can't wrestle. I've never seen him be able to tell a gripping match. Like he's all flash. Like everything we hate about what the Young Bucks brought to wrestling. Um, the everything, everything, all the the high spot, the spot monkey type stuff um, is Will Osprey. I, I can't stand it. <laughs> um, most people that don't like him, I think just don't like him because his personality, um, or other things during the Me Too, uh, wrestling movement, but, uh, I, I can't stand his match style either, so, like, he has a lot of creative moves, um, his finisher is super creative and all that stuff, I'll give him credit, he's, a, a phenomenal athlete but if we compare Will Osprey to um, I think a lot of people try to compare him to Seth Rollins or AJ Styles or any of these guys He's he doesn't have the ring awareness or um, psychology in his matches to, to really tell a grippy thing and in my opinion like him transitioning from a junior to a heavyweight more especially, he should be able to do uh, a more psychological match than what he does. Uh, yeah. So, but I mean, Will Osprey's going to be there. Um, his group, which I really like, uh, United Empire, you know, they'll be there just to whatever degree, uh, which is Jeff Cobb, um, Hanare, uh, Ocon, all good. I kind of want to see Adam Cole versus Jay White. That's not going to happen. 
But maybe we could get something else. Like, if if you don't do Okada versus Heyman, you could do Okada versus Adam Cole. You know, and maybe Jay White versus Heyman. You know, that might be an interesting, interesting setup. I don't know. I don't know if they'll do a storyline thing for this, or if it'll just be. Here you go, delivered on a plate. Um, and I mean, really, they could do no either. Or <laughs> yeah, either or, really, just because of the nature of the show. It could just be what's negotiated, so to speak. You know, are these dream matches that you'll deliver, so called dream matches you can deliver, or is it, you know, something that's going to get built up? On the, on the shows leading into it. It'll be interesting to watch and see. Because um, a lot of things are going on. I mean, like, you have the Owen Hart Classic tournaments. You know, when are you going to, to do it? Is that going to be on a, you know, the finals going to be on a pay-per-view or is that just going to be aired on TV? Um, and apparently, like, an a building CM Punk Hangman Page storyline, uh, which could be interesting as well. I don't think that would be the show to do that on, though. But who knows? I don't know what we're going to get, but um, I'm excited to see. You know, it's it's great for New Japan because they'll get some level of of recognition out of this, hopefully. Um, an introduction to the American audience that maybe they don't already have. Because I know there's a lot of of uh, fans that still haven't seen New Japan or haven't seen it in a long time. Thank you. Not like me, like Uncle Sean, Trucker Sean. Like me? You know, he is not a big follower of New Japan wrestling and doesn't doesn't really know a lot of the wrestlers as far as what they can do and their station in the business, I guess. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I, th- I think it'll be a good on, on both ends. AEW, you're delivering content to the fan base that uh, you have and that that's brought you to the table, so to speak, which is always good. I think... Uh, New Japan wise, like I said, you're you're further building your your American content. You know they have U.S. Uh, New Japan Strong, you know their U.S. Dojo and whatnot, <clears throat> and you're getting that more out there. Um, so yeah, it should be good all around. Hopefully, they do include Impact Wrestling in this. Uh, At least a little bit. That you know. That I think could be good. At least a couple guys, like at least include Chris Bay since he is part of Bullet Club over here, um, and the Good Brothers, and you know, and of course Jay White. Jay White's the leader. You got to include Jay White. So yeah, just thought I'd bring that. Well, he will be. He'll be there. It's his show. It's what he's saying. It's his era. So. It'll be interesting to see how it all unfolds. I think the pay-per-view itself will be good. Um, 
so yeah, just a little bit of a little bit of news I thought we'd bring to you this morning with Champ back here, who thank you for letting me um, host the show today. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> and uh, <laughs> yeah, that's okay. that's that's gonna be it for our rainy Friday. It's not uh, rainy. Edition. It is. Look! Look at look at the skies. Okay, it's cloudy, but it's not rainy. The roads are wet. It was rainy this morning, but it's you not don't rainy you now. don't know what you're talking about. Anyway, uh, thanks for tuning in. Until next time, this is Sam Coelho, the Wrestling Connoisseur, and the Future World Champ. This has been Ringside Ramblings. We're still on. <laughs>